Hi guys and welcome back to Happy and Healthy. It's Janine Amapola and thank you guys for joining me again on another episode of Happy and Healthy. I post every single Tuesday so thank you so much for listening to me on this lovely, lovely Tuesday. Again, if you have been enjoying this podcast, it helps me out so, so much if you guys leave me a review. So if you've been loving this podcast, just let me know by leaving me a review. I really, really appreciate it. I'd also love to start including you guys a little bit more into my podcast. So if you ever have a question that you want me to answer in a podcast or maybe some feedback, maybe you're like, wow, I had no idea before about that and I learned that from your podcast. Just something that you really grew from or learned from my podcast, I'd love to start including that feedback and review as well at the end. So please let me know on my podcast Instagram, which is Happy and Healthy Podcast, and that will be linked below in the description box. But for today's episode, you guys, Um, we're going to be talking about something that's a little bit more heavy and I wanted to do this intro really quickly just because I don't want you guys to be nervous or anything just trust me and hear me out in today's episode Um, and come with an open mind and just be kind of ready to listen to something that maybe isn't generally talked about too much so today I'm going to be bringing on a good friend of mine Natalie Alsate and she is a full-time youtuber and influencer and just overall an amazing human being so honored to be her friend so today she's going to be sharing her story about new age stuff, law of attraction, manifestation, third eye, so, 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 so much more. So hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. It's a little bit of a longer one. So get your coffee and just come ready for an open conversation and let's just get right into it. Hey guys, welcome back to happy and healthy. It's Janine Amapola and I am so excited for today's episode. You guys, Um, I'm not going to lie. Today's episode is going to be a little bit different. It's going to be a little bit, you know, maybe scary. Um, And maybe you've never heard about any of the things I'm talking about today, or maybe you think I'm crazy. I don't know. Uh, But today we're going to be kind of talking about spiritual warfare, um, new age stuff, tarot cards, fortune tellers, all that stuff. And I really want to emphasize the danger of that stuff. And before you get, you know, defensive or before you're like, wait, whoa, what does this girl mean? Um, Just trust me and hear me out on today's podcast. I do have a guest for today's podcast. I'm going to be bringing on a friend that will be sharing her story of how she, um, she was really involved with a lot of new age stuff with manifestation, law of attraction, everything of that sort. She's going to share her story of how she really believed in that and how God set her free from that. And just a little bit of the spiritual warfare she sensed in that. I don't want this to scare anybody because you don't have any reason to be scared of this. I just more want this to be an eye-opening podcast where you receive some truth, something to think about, and something for you to be aware of so you can avoid it. Because I'm looking out for you guys. I don't want you guys to be inviting any negative demonic spirits into your life. And so please just trust me and hear me out in today's podcast. So let me go ahead and introduce my guest. I have today Miss <laughs> Natalie, and your last name now, you're, you're married. Mm-hmm. Yes, but huh? I didn't change it. <laughs> okay, what, what is your last it's, name? Yeah, Alsate. Oh my gosh, yeah. that's gorgeous. Oh my yeah, gosh. Yeah, it kind of means stand up, Alsate, like get up. Wow, Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> like literally like stand up from a chair or like stand up for what's right? Yeah, just stand up. Alzate, like get up. Okay. That's yeah. so cool. Okay. I'm so yes, excited today. to be here. 
Thank you for joining. You guys, I'm sure if you are an avid YouTube watcher, you've seen Natalie before. Um, she's Natalie's outlet on YouTube. I watched mm. you for literally years. I remember you would make oh these cute God. DIY bracelets and you would do these cute DIY ah. hairstyles. And she is just absolutely crushing it on YouTube. And mm. we kind of reconnected you, this past year and you started joining my Bible studies, right? Yes, I absolutely loved it. Honestly, it's what drew me closer to God, which is, it's crazy. It sounds like a little plug for you, but 100%. I had never read the Bible up until this point. I'm 26. So I have just learned so much just gathering with all these different types of girls from all over the world every single Wednesday. It's, It's a great time. I just, I feel so much peace. Oh, I love that. I'm just, I'm so glad you're joining. And I mean, it's fruitful for me too to like see you there and like the girls know you on there. It's, it's so cute. I love it. Okay. (laughs) Well, we're going to be talking about spiritual warfare. If you guys don't know what that is, what that means. Hey guys, just jumping in here really quickly to apologize for the audio. Um, I've been filming most of my podcast from home versus the studio because of COVID, so I apologize for the difference in the audio and the changes. Hopefully, we'll return to normalcy soon so I can start filming back in the studio, but thank you guys for bearing with me, and I hope you guys are enjoying the podcast thus far. Okay, guys, so let's just go ahead and jump right into this. So let me define kind of really quickly, like, what is the New Age stuff? So when you Google New Age, this is what it says. It says, the dictionary definition is a broad movement characterized by alternative approaches to traditional Western culture with an interest in spirituality, mysticism, holism, and environmentalism. So that is the actual Oxford languages definition. Okay. Natalie, I want to just open the floor for you to kind of just, um, well, also you can tell a little bit about yourself. Like, where do you live? What do you do? And then hear your story. Okay. Beautiful. So first of all, I'm really nervous and also like equally excited to talk about this today. When Janine first asked me, I was, it was like an immediate yes, because this is something that, um, it's so prevalent in our culture. It's also a really interesting conversation For someone like myself who had been practicing new age things, so for me mainly, it was like the law of attraction. I I didn't know um, what I know now. And so that's kind of what I wanted to share. Um, As far as like what I do, I'm a digital creator on YouTube and I do all sorts of other things, an entrepreneur, multi-passionate person. And um, yeah, this is just one of those topics that I feel that I need to talk about it really reminds me a lot of um I posted a video all about my breast explant and kind of my journey through that and spoke really vulnerably about it and so this is just another one of those topics (laughs) I love it I love it so yeah I know you're nervous I'm nervous but I just think this is something that not a lot of people know about and especially living Mm -hmm. in LA which you just moved away from California back to Florida Mm -hmm. In LA, this is a very prevalent thing. Law of attraction, um, omens, tarot card readers, fortune tellers, um, mediums, all sorts of things like this. And I grew up knowing to never do that. My mom actually played with a Ouija board when she was younger and it completely messed with her. She, um, started, you know, feeling these spirits and stuff. And it was just always like this spiritual realm. And my parents were always told me, they're like, do not ever mess with that. Like even like scary movies, my parents always told me to not um, watch or 
like listen or anything of that sort because it, it can mess with you. So I always kind of grew up having that discernment to avoid that. And then I moved to LA and it was like a whole nother world of, you know, law of attraction and people doing crystal healing and chakra and like yoga and all these things and cards. So, um, why don't you share your experience? Like, how did you get into it? What intrigued you and how did you, what made you get out of it? Oh God. Okay. So it kind of all started with, um, the movie, the secret or the book. I don't know if you're familiar with that. It was a very prevalent thing. So pretty much the um, new age, right? I would do things such as what you mentioned. So yoga, Reiki, opening my third eye. I was huge into going to retreats in Bali, Hawaii, doing breath work. I was all of this, yeah? And it's not to put a personal attack on anyone because I understand this stuff can be seen as very positive, positive, really, um, because you you become what you think. Yeah. You create your own reality. And so I became really obsessed with this because as someone, as I mentioned, very multi-passionate and coming from immigrant parents, I always just wanted to succeed. That was one of my biggest things. And so for me, um, for instance, for YouTube, I started to practice it by, I would take like a picture of my channel. I had like 7,000 subscribers at the time. I would change the picture I would simply just put 1 million because that, that is the law of attraction. You're supposed to create and kind of focus in on an image and focus in on an image and really just dive deep and, and tell yourself, yes, I'm going to reach 1 million subscribers. Me, Natalie, I'm going to reach 1 million subscribers. So I would do all of this stuff, which is now in retrospect, it's actually considered a form of witchcraft, which is the most surprising part of it all. Um, so I would hang images of things that I wanted, of cars, of houses. I would tell myself, literally going to school in my business suit, I would say, my name is Natalie Alsate. I am 22 years old. I am the fastest growing uh, YouTuber in the world, right? Because I was obsessed with that stuff. I have a house by the age of 22. I am married to so-and-so. And so, so it was all about abundance. It was all about gaining. It was all about materialistic things. And it all happened. Yeah. By the age of 22, I bought my first house. I became the fastest growing um, YouTuber on the channel. I mean, on, on YouTube, I became the fastest growing uh, multi, what is it? Let me say that again. I became the fastest growing multicultural female on the platform. There was a time where I was even number one. I had gained like 60,000 wow. followers. Yeah. And I attributed wow. all of this, of course, to my hard work, but then there was also, I was reliant on this plan for myself and now the issue comes that when you start to practice these types of things you no longer involve god into it yeah you yeah. pretty much become your own god you um yeah just everything started to happen uh, for me and you know the worst thing i guess of it all is it sounds like so great and it was so naive and i was um my thoughts were becoming my reality, if you will, but it was also the saddest uh, I had ever been like in my life, getting all of these wow. things, all these materialistic things. You know, I had made my first million dollars. I, I was super successful. I pretty much like had it all from an outer point of view, but inside I was empty. I was, uh, I had suicidal thoughts and I just felt like my spirit was really dying. And I just no longer would like go down on my knees praying to God. I 
I wouldn't ask him for permission for things anymore. I was just hungry for like worldly things. I wanted money. I wanted success. If I wanted this car, I would visualize it. If I wanted this career or this opportunity, I would visualize it. And so with new age, um, it's a form of idolatry. 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 It's a form of idolatry because you no longer invite God into your life. And so as far as like demonic presences, yeah. I didn't really start to realize like much of it until I, I rebuked a spirit. Yeah. So maybe you can get a little bit more into what that is, but at the time I had no idea what it was. So pretty much I spoke about this on Instagram and I definitely got a lot of interesting conversations because this is just something that it's just different. When you start to talk about demonic presences, you know, there's a lot of speculation and such. And so for me, I was experiencing uh, pressures at night, like like terrible voices speaking in my ears. I would have very vivid dreams of the place and time where I was at, like in, in my room, being dragged, like holding on to the floor. But I would wake up feeling like it had happened to me. Wow. And I once had a moment where, again, I, I was, you know, I was laying in bed. I, w- I had been sleeping and I start hearing these terrible voices, okay? I do wake up because I, I am capable of opening my eyes, but I am too, I'm too scared to open my yeah. eyes. And I, I just felt like just, I didn't know what they were saying, but it wasn't right. And it, I knew it wasn't God. And I knew it, it wasn't someone that loved me or that wanted good for me. It was someone that was trying to scare me something to me. And so I rebuked them in the name of Jesus Christ. I literally remember saying, I rebuke you in the name of Jesus Christ. Yeah. And then bam, they went away. Now I had no idea what that was at that time, because I remember writing it down in my journal. I was like, I rebuke you in the name of Jesus Christ. Yeah. And it actually wasn't till many, many years later. I didn't even choose to really look this up. Um, It wasn't actually till some Bible studies and such that it was pretty much me telling Jesus to come here and like assist me. And I like, it was as if like, whether it was the Holy Spirit or Jesus himself putting those words into my mouth, saving me from that moment. um, Those were just a fraction of the things I experienced. Yeah. When I started to move away from new age things, um, I obviously was convicted that I knew I had been doing, um, you know, satanic things, if you will. I pray to God. I asked for forgiveness. I asked him to just like show me the way that I was so sorry for not including him in my plans. I was sorry for wanting all of these things that perhaps he didn't really want in my life. I was just constantly. um... So I I guess what I should also say is like when you do manifest these things, the explanation behind all of new age is it's other spirits assisting you with all of this. So it looks so wonderful, yeah, because you're getting all of these great things, but it doesn't come from God. It it just became like a curse, honestly, because the devil is like a sugar daddy. Like you're always going to yeah. want more and more in life. And I was just so set on worldly things and not not on finding, I no longer had any peace. So that's a part of it, I guess. I'll let you ask anything wow. or kind of continue. Yeah, that's just, I mean, thank you for sharing. Like that is a crazy story. It's, it's bold. 
that's just that's so crazy like I I didn't know that it's also what's so funny is like you can so look at someone on the internet like I looked at you and I was like oh my gosh Natalie is so successful her channel is blowing up I'm so jealous but I had no idea behind the scenes that you were suicidal that you had a lack of peace that you were sensing all these things and that makes me think like imagine how many other people out there are dealing with the same thing um, and what's so funny and crazy is like the law of attraction. I was watching and prepping for this and I watched a lady that had been a new age speaker. She's a book writer. She got completely saved from it, but she'd been doing that for over 25 years. And she was like, the thing with the law of attraction, she was like, it works, but it is a mirage. We are getting a counterfeit God and we don't know what we're inviting into our lives by doing that. You, we are so, um, attracted to the instant gratification, the benefits from it, the feeling that we are getting a counterfeit God. And we're worshiping, we're in some sense, we are worshiping the creation versus worshiping creator. I believe in Romans 1 or Romans 8, one of them, it says that for they traded the worship of the creator for his creation. So instead of us worshiping God, God, you are the one that I I glorify and I praise because you gave me these things. We're like, oh God, I worship the universe, the universe, the universe. It's like, well, who created the universe? God created the universe. And that's where we have to be so careful is that we're not replacing this truth with a counterfeit mirage. Because that's what a lot of attraction is. It is putting power back into ourselves saying that I don't need God. I can manifest this all on my own. I don't need a creator. I don't need anything above me. But in some sense, we're all really secretly longing for that. It is the innate thing inside of us. That's the way God created us is to want to belong and to want something greater than ourselves. And that longing that we're all looking for is God. So everyone is trying to fill that with, um, you know, this feeling of a medium or a tarot card or fortune teller or a law of attraction, but we're replacing our true creator that really wants to know us that design that designed us to know him with something that's just a fleeting feeling and it's a temporal fleeting feeling. And in the end, we don't know what long-term we are inviting into our lives. And I really don't want to scare you guys, but, but I wanted to say the scripture really quickly. It's Ephesians six twelve, And it says for our struggle is not against flesh and blood. So the tangible world, but it is against the rulers and against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, against the spiritual forces of the evil and the heavenly realms. So what that means is, you guys, there are spiritual forces beyond what we can even see, but they are active and they are alive and they desire. It says that Satan comes, in John 10, 10, Satan comes to steal, kill, and destroy. So he came to destroy your dreams, Natalie. He came to destroy your sleep. He came to scare you, to taunt you. And it's just so crazy that you experience that. But in, in the same sense, um, did you grow up? knowing about like saying in the name of Jesus like how did you know to say that no I didn't that that's like the most surprising part for me I I had no idea what that was which is why I wrote it down and I was like this is this is interesting like it kind of released me from this but again I wasn't um I wasn't really seeking God at that time anymore because the reality is I was even glorifying myself in the present like in the presence of everything that was happening, people would ask me, oh my God, how did you do this? Yeah, like I work really hard for it. You know, I did this as opposed to being like, yes, this is what God wanted for me. I, you know, 
it, it just becomes like a curse and, and you'll never be satisfied. And what's interesting is I also labeled myself a very spiritual person at that time. Yeah. So I'd go to all these retreats. People would ask me, what's your religion? And I would no longer glorify God. I would no longer be like, oh, I'm a Christian or I believe in God. I'd be like, oh, I just believe in like law of attraction. I believe in um, the universe, I, you know, what you bring in. And I was just in this world of people that for me personally, I never found peace in that the kind of peace that I have now, which is, you know, through reading scripture and also just allowing God back into my life. Um, like ironically, even though I was spiritual or I would say that I was quote unquote, it actually drew me more out of God. Um, so yeah, there's also a lot of cons to like new age because it seems so great because you do get, you do get what you wish for. And I don't believe that's ever a good thing. Um, you know, for instance, with new age and the law of attraction specifically, they always tell you, you always have to think positively or else something bad's going to happen because your thoughts become your reality. So that was not liberating because I was constantly having to think super positively. And I was always in this fear of like, oh no, if my friend starts talking about this person coming here and maybe um, stealing from us, is it going to happen? And so it was enslaving. It was, it was just, I was my own God. I was, I was creating the plans for myself and it just, it was awful. You, you're inviting spirits. You're pretty much allowing certain spirits and you're opening up a certain portal as weird as that sounds, as crazy as it sounds. And, you know, I didn't realize this until I wanted to kind of get away from it because once I realized what I was doing, that's when they started attacking. And that's when I was like, holy cow, like this is actually real. And I sincerely, my husband knows this because my husband, he's not very religious. Yeah. And so he questions a lot of what I say and I do, but when I was getting out of all of this, if you will, which was pretty much me just praying to God constantly asking for forgiveness, I would feel presences following me. And I would get chills every single time that I was left alone. And I felt like I was going crazy. Yeah. I couldn't really um, tell like a a, a dear friend because a lot of my friends actually love all of this universe stuff (laughs) and that love it. And again, it's not an attack on you. I've been doing this for, for as long as I can remember, but slowly, but surely I recall being in one of your um, Bible studies. So like what I started to do during that time to get out of it so that I wasn't being crept up by all of these spirits because I truly felt it like whether it was in my sleep, I was getting goosebumps. I I started playing a bunch of worship music. I surrounded my life with God during that time. Yeah. Um, And I remember in one of the Bible study um, mentioned something about how like when God is your foundation and anchor, you will always be okay because you know that God has a plan for you. And that really struck me because I had been really creating my own life for myself. Yeah. And there's a lot of pressure there, like for you to have to attract all of these wonderful things or attract the success. But I was convicted once again to be like, no, God is going to start, you know, sailing the ship. I'm no longer going to take that pressure on myself. And, um, the spirits went away, or if you will, like, I, I no longer felt that because I also know that when Jesus is on my side, I am stronger. So I'm not afraid of them. Yeah. But it's interesting before we started this call, Janine mentioned, let's pray because I'm a little bit afraid that we're going to be starting some spiritual wealth, uh, war. Yeah. 
And I was like, that's so interesting because yesterday I was feeling very down and I was feeling those presences again. And, you know, I moved, I just moved from LA to my home. So I've, I've, I was like, well, I kind of, maybe I left that over there, but I was starting to feel that once again. And I, I prayed again. And so I was just thinking, oh, maybe it is because we're, we're talking about this. And again, I know this can sound so yeah, crazy. It sounds crazy. You guys It sounds crazy. It is. And you know, this is, this has been my experience and I can only share what I, I know and what I believe to be true. And, um, yeah, I can only speak my truth. And, and this is really what it is. So I no longer dabble with anything law of attraction. I'm very cautious with anything Reiki. I, I've also even been so cautious as far as like books that I read. There's a ton of new age stuff out there. There's a ton of new age music, even like just certain types of affirmations, certain types of things where you're no longer involving God, but really just yourself. And yeah. Wow. You're- that's crazy. Yeah. And again, like we, I know this sounds crazy, you guys, but I just wanted to share this because it is real. I've even felt spiritual warfare in my life before. Um, I shared this on a previous podcast with Meredith Foster. uh, But there was a time where like, I actually felt extremely oppressed because of the person that was in my life. And I remember feeling this spiritual tug in my soul. I literally felt light versus darkness ripping my chest apart. I could see these spirits flying in my room. And same thing with the power of Jesus's name. There is no other name that has the ability to cast this out, you guys. And so when I said in Jesus's name, you have to leave. And that's the same thing that Natalie did. It's so crazy that you knew that, but having that saying that they have to leave you guys, we have authority over that. And that's why I don't want you guys to be scared is because we do have the authority over it. We don't have to be afraid. And Satan wants you to be afraid because again, as Natalie was saying, the more that she was aware of it, the more opposition opposition she got. Satan wants you to stay oppressed and to be depressed. And, and so um, wherever there is opportunity, there is opposition. So as soon as you have the opportunity to leave this, to say, I don't believe this anymore. This is demonic. I, I'm not going to follow this anymore. He's going to oppose you 10 times more. But again, you have the ability to say in Jesus's name, you have to leave. I command you to leave. So I don't know what y'all's story is. I don't know if you've dealt with this, if you've been through this, or if you felt those presence in your room. I just want to remind you the name Jesus is the name that will save you. It is the name above all names, no other names. There are so many false prophets. And that's why I have so many scriptures to share with you guys. And, and the reason why, like, we know this is wrong is, this, is if you go all the way back to Deuteronomy 18, and if you go to Deuteronomy 18, 9, it says, when you enter the land, which the Lord, your God is giving you, you shall not learn to imitate, imitate the detestable repulsive practices of those nations. There shall not be found among you anyone who makes his son or his daughter pass through the fire as a sacrifice. Anyone who uses divination and fortune telling. So quickly, a definition of divination is the practice of seeking knowledge of the future or the unknown by supernatural means. So we're not allowed to practice that. It says, or one who practices witchcraft, who interprets omens or a sorcerer, or one who casts a charm or spell or a medium, or as a spiritist, or a necromancer, 
Mainzer, I think that's how you pronounce it, who's basically someone who seeks the debt. So these are all the things. It says that these are detestable to the Lord because you guys, those, the, those are things that we are putting in power in ourselves because that's why we have to be so careful of false prophets because so many people will come and they'll be like, well, God gave me this ability, but yet they're speaking to the dead. So that doesn't mean just because you have that ability, God's not denying that that's real because it says that in the Bible, but he's saying that is not for me. That's not my guilt, my gift. That's not my ability. That is not glorify me because a lot of what these false prophets do is they put the power and the glory back into their selves. It's look what I can do versus look what God did for you through me. It's not because everyone comes and they're like, I'm a tarot card reader. I have the ability to read your future and tell your future. And they put all the power in me and they might come in the name of Jesus. They might come and say, I've got this supernatural ability. Yeah, you just might. But if it is not declaring Jesus's name, if it's not going back to the Bible, if it is not giving God glory, if it's not bringing you peace, if it's not edifying you, and then it's not from God. It is not from God at all. And that's why I want you guys to be so careful of, you know, fortune telling, Ouija boards, law of attraction, manifestation, yoga. I mean, honestly, I don't even know what the third eye is. Maybe you can expand on that more because truly I, I, I don't mess with it. And so I really don't even know what the third eye is. So do you want to expand on what that even is? Um, so I will be 100% honest. I wouldn't even know how to give you a definition, but based off of the retreats, it's, it's like a, a big focal point in retreats where it's just like, opening up yourself to the world, becoming more wise. Yeah. And, and so you, you open up your third eye, maybe, maybe it might be smart to look up the definition right now, but I do remember being in a retreat. I was in a circle and we were all actually with cards and, uh, we were going around. And so she picked out one of those, I think it was a tarot card or it was actually from the girl that she's now a Christian. What's her name? She was really big on this. Um, what is that lady's name? Hold on, I have it. What does she look like? She, she was, she's like the one for tarot cards. That, that's her name, Doreen Virtue. She used to really connect with angels and all of this. She was actually the queen of New Age, uh, which is very interesting. She's now a Christian and she speaks about how wait, she got out of that. Wait, I think I talked about her. Is it Doreen, Doreen Virtue? Yep, Doreen Virtue, yep. that's it. Yes, yes <laughs> minor uh, language mistake there. Yes, so we were opening up her cards. I was handed a card. And so pretty much we were going around the circle. Again, this is all rituals and it seemed really fun. And, and it looks like, oh, I'm with my friends and we're, we're manifesting great things. But really it's, it's, um, it's a witchcraft ritual. If you really go back to, to back in the day, how they would do things. And so I was told to look at the card, see how it relates to my life. And then I was going to place my hand on my chest and my other hand on my stomach, breathe through it. And then I was going to feel a tapping somewhere on my body. And I felt it hot right here on my third eye. And I was like, oh my God, I feel it right here. Everyone was like, oh my God, Natalie's opened her third eye. We were like celebrating to find out that, you know, later that would be a portal into bringing evil spirits really into my wow. life. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. You guys look up Doreen Virtue. Like I was, before I was prepping for this, I I was looking up new age stuff and Doreen Virtue stuff popped up. That's D-O-R-E-E-N Virtue. I'll have it linked in the description below because she was heavily in this, you guys, and she completely is warning people against this now. And so, yeah, it's so crazy because 
in the Bible, it says that Satan comes as an angel of light. So 2 Corinthians eleven fourteen says that. So he can appear as an angel of light. It's attractive. It's light. It's um, glimmery. It's shining. And you're like, oh my gosh, like, why wouldn't I want this? This looks amazing. But anything that is not biblical, you guys, everything that's not in the Bible, you have to be so cautious of because we are opening a door. We're literally inviting the spirit and Satan to mess in our life. And so definitely check out Doreen, listen to her whole story so you can get a little bit more background of this. But yeah, just being careful that, you know, even Satan comes in a form of light. And obviously God is true light. He is always represented as light. So there's deceitful spirits that can trick you. And so it says in 1 John 4, to test the spirit. And I'll read that scripture really quickly for you guys, because it's a little bit long, but I'll try to read um, the shorter thing. But essentially what you have to do is like, it says in the Bible as well, that we will know them by their fruit. In Matthew seven, it says, we will know people by their fruit and the fruit are all the fruit of the spirit, patience, kindness, goodness, self-control, love, all that stuff, which is all a byproduct of knowing Jesus by abiding in Jesus from John 15. And so it says, if, if that person does not have the fruit, if they're not actually using Jesus's name, if they're not actually giving glory to God, then it's deceitful. That's a, that's a false prophet. And so it says in 1 John 4, 1, beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God. For many false prophets have gone out into the world. Matthew 7, 7, 15 says, beware of false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravenous wolves. That's what a lot of people are, is they're secretly a wolf, which seeks to devour you, which is Satan, but they come in the appearance of looking all glimmery. So ask for discernment, seek that. And, and if your spirit feels off, if something feels off, trust that. Run the opposite way, you guys. Anything you want to add, Natalie? Yeah, I definitely, I would say if you are more interested in this topic, if you have been someone that has been practicing this for some time and you just want to look into testimonies, there are a ton of really interesting ones on YouTube. Now, you know, just caution that it is really scary. And for me, when I started to realize what I was doing and when I started to realize, oh my God, they have similar um, experiences as me, they've been doing similar things, That that's really when you start to get attacked, if you will. But again, just convict yourself to God, pray with, pray to God and um, just ask for, for guidance. But there's a ton of really interesting videos on, on YouTube all about it. So. Yeah. And again, you guys, I don't want you guys to be scared. I don't want you to be fearful. Um, we no, definitely want to, yeah, you can't don't be. be that. That's been my biggest thing is like, I am, I was so scared. First of all, when I found out about this, like I was, oh my, I had the Bible next to me at all times. I was like, <laughs> I was calling my dad. I was like telling Dennis, I was really, really scared. And that's when I was feeling all of, you know, all of this, but I, I was seeking God throughout the time. I started reading the Bible a lot, listening to worship music, just pretty much immersing my life within God. And then I was like, uh-uh, I'm not going to let them win. What, whatever it is that they're trying to do, they're trying to scare me. They're trying to remove my peace. I'm not going to do that. And literally it sounds crazy, but I would walk through the halls feeling presences. And I was like, I rebuke you in the name of Jesus Christ. That's it. Yes. Wow. It sounds crazy, but, and then they would just go away. It's just, it's, it's the weirdest thing you, unless you experience it, you don't really, um, you can't relate, but yeah, I apologize if I sound a little bit crazy, but it's, it's the truth. It's been my truth. So yeah, we sound crazy, but you guys, this, this is the <laughs> truth. Like, and again, like we don't want to scare you, but we just want to make sure you guys are aware of this. And so, um, I wanted to share really quickly, um, something that was from Acts eight that a friend of mine brought to me. And it's about this guy named Simon. Simon's a sorcerer. 
And Simon is a false prophet. He is basically, he's boasting about himself that he was so great. He's proclaiming high and low that um, he has the power of God in him. And then he sees that Philip is um, healing people, that both Philip and Paul um, were, let me see really quickly, Philip and I think, I think it was Philip and Paul. Um, give me one sec. Oh yeah, sorry. Peter and John were placing their hands on people and they were praying for people and they were being healed instantly. So what happens is Simon says in verse 18, it says, when Simon saw that the spirit was given at the laying of the apostles' hands, he offered them money. He said to them, give me also this ability so that everyone on whom I lay my hands on may receive the Holy Spirit. Simon tried to ask both, um, uh, John and Philip for this power. He was like, oh, can I pay you to give me this ability? And also something that, you know, you have to be, you have to be aware of is like, all these people are profiting off of this quote unquote gift that God gave them. I think a true Christian, you go and you heal people and you lay hands on people because that's the call of a Christian. We're not asking for money. We're not, because we want people to be saved. We're not setting up shops, milking this, abusing this, being like, I'm a Christian. I can heal you. Come into my store. But that's what a lot of people are doing nowadays. And so that's what Peter, that's what Simon was going to them. It was like, give me, I'll give you money so I can get this ability. And then Peter said, may your money perish with you because you thought you could buy the gift of God with money. You have no part or share in this ministry because your heart is not right before God. Repent of this wickedness and pray to the Lord and hope that he may forgive you for having such a thought in your heart. For I see in you that you have full bitterness and captive to the sin, captive to sin. And so Simon later comes and he says, he prays to the Lord and he was like, Lord, like, forgive me. And so that's what we should do is we should say, Lord, forgive me for believing deceitful spirits. Like that's what Natalie was saying as she prayed to God and was like, I'm so sorry. I believed a counterfeit God that I trusted in something that wasn't you. And so remembering guys, like the gift of the gospel, the gift of God, first and foremost, it is free. There's nothing you have to pay. You don't have to go and pay your indulgences to be cleansed. You don't have to go pay your sin away. This is a free gift that we don't profit off of, that this is something that God gives us freely because he loves us and because of his, a great, his grace that abounds for us. And that's what I want you guys to remember is that um, you don't have to buy this. You don't have to pay anything. This is a free, amazing gift. And that is the gospel. That's beautiful. Yeah. And, and you'll never find peace in worldly things. That's one thing that I've definitely um, learned from all this is, you know, I was manifesting life purpose, more abundance, whatever my soul made at some time. And it's not a godly universal energy that's doing that for you. And you'll never be satiated or find any satisfaction in it and will disguise himself as an angel of light. So just be cautious and also self-glory is a big part of new age. So just be cautious of not glorifying yourself throughout the process, which is what I was doing. So, yeah, that's a really good point. You guys is just, I think, um, nowadays. Yeah. Then I think I'm going to do a whole nother episode on this, just about the power Mm -hmm. of yourself and kind of selfishness and putting all the things into myself of just like me, me, me. And like, I, I have to love myself so much so that if if I don't love myself, no one's going to love me. I'm not worthy of love. So let me keep working on me, 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 putting the glory in me. And you guys remembering that like, we are not our own God. You're not making yourself a God that we have a God that is our God there for a reason that we worship him. We ask him and 
my prayer is always, Lord, if this is your will, then you do this. Not, I'm going to manifest this. I'm going to think this as hard as I can. And I don't want you guys to not think, okay, so what am I supposed to just sit around and wait for God to give it to me? That's not what I'm saying because the law of the harvest is you reap what you sow. So God really does admire a hard worker. So if you're reaping, if you're working hard, you're striving, like I can't just sit here and say, oh God, give me a podcast, give me a podcast. No, I had to work for the podcast. I had to seek it out, think of the name, you know, try to make this happen. So you can't just sit there and be like, I'm just going to manifest and sit back. But instead I had to work hard and I pray God bless this podcast. God, you be present in this podcast. I surrender this podcast to you and I give glory to you through this podcast. And so not giving the power to myself. And so just being really, really careful of that. And again, the law of the harvest is you reap what you sow. So you work hard and by you working hard, you will get things. But remembering that that's not the purpose of our life is just to get good things. It's not just, I want a million dollars. I want a nice car. The purpose of our life is to know God, to love God and love others as ourselves. The Bible doesn't say love yourself, love God, love all their others. It says love God and love others as yourself. So there's not even a talk about me even in there. And so not making yourself an idol, not making other things idols, being even careful about what crystals, what, you know, what are you putting as, as on, on a pedestal? What are you making an idol in your life to bring you that good feeling, to bring you that peace? Because apart from God, as Natalie was saying, apart from God, you don't find that true peace. And, and you find true peace, that peace that surpasses all understanding in Philippians 4. That is the peace that I have in my life. I, I literally had a girl write me this past week and she was like, how come you aren't, you don't have anxiety during COVID? She's like, why how come you always seem like you're just living your best life? Like you're so happy and joyful. And I was like, because I have truly the peace that surpasses all understanding that God has given me and nothing else will give you that. But God, everything else is a counterfeit a knockoff. It is fool's gold. And I, I want to be sensitive and kind and loving, but I want to give you guys that truth because I want you guys to have that peace as well. So that during the hardships in your life, because they will come, they, they are here during those hardships, you do have that peace and that we don't turn to something else to give us that hope and that, that joy, but rather just God himself. That resonates so much. It reminds me of um, the, what is it? It says, cast all your burdens on me. And we were talking about this Bible study, how he wants you to come to him when you're feeling anxious, when you're feeling fearful. You are not meant to sail your own boat. So meaning when it comes to the law of attraction, you're not meant to be the person that, that creates this life for yourself. That's a lot of pressure. Just remove that. And I truly, truly can say I have found peace and I'm working towards finding more peace because I have once again, reinvited God into my life. I'm no longer the person sailing this boat and saying, I'm going to have this by this time. I'm going to do this by this time. That's a lot of pressure. It's just, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. That was, I think this is probably my most favorite podcast I've done. Um, oh my thank God, you. that's so exciting. <laughs> I love all of your podcasts. This one was real and raw. That's what it was, which is why, yeah, I really hope that, you know, if this speaks to you in some way, please feel free to reach out to myself or Janine. Yeah. I'm only here to, to help you guys, to guide you. If you've also experienced some of, you know, demonic presences or things that are just quite difficult to tell people, um, you know, I'm definitely here for you. I know Janine can also say the same thing. And, uh, I, I really do hope that this, this has helped someone. So 
Yeah, I, I, I so hope so too. And I mean, if this is something that you've been curious about or you're currently practicing, um, I'm just going to place this in your hands and I'm going to just let you do what you want with this. I hope that you have your eyes open a little bit, that you discern this, that you pray about this, that you think about it. Ultimately, it is up to you. It is your life. But I just hope that by this podcast, it's a little bit of, you know, something for you to think about a little bit and that this just opened your eyes a little bit more. So um, I just pray that you do discern, you do think about this and that if this is something you're currently going through, this is something that you do feel spirits in your room. If you do feel this heavy spirit or you have sleep paralysis or whatever, be mindful of what you're inviting into your life. Pray about it. Ask God to show that to you. And I, I, I want to pray with you by the end of this podcast, just so that you would be set free from that, that that would no longer be something that taunts you, that you don't live in fear anymore because we have the power over it in the name of Jesus. And so I just want to pray over you and, and declare that you will be free in the name of Jesus. And that is something that you're going through. God, I just declare that this person will be free right now in the name of Jesus, that they'll declare your name. They will say, Jesus, save me, that these spirits will leave in the name of Jesus. That Satan, I rebuke your hand in my life and Nada's life and anyone's life that is listening, that these spirits will leave. They have to leave in the name of Jesus. And say, we say, Jesus, your name, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in, as it is in heaven. The name above all names. And we just rebuke these spirits in the name of Jesus because they have to flee. And we have dominion over these spirits in the name of Jesus. Woo! <laughs> and that's free, you guys. That's free. Yeah. <laughs> that feels yes. powerful. Yes. Oh, I love it. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Natalie, for sharing your story. That seriously it means the world that you would come on here, that you'd be bold, that you'd share that story. And I really pray that this helps someone out. And I just pray more favor over your life. And I just believe that God has such good things for him as you're seeking him. So thank you again so much for coming on here and sharing your story. It was my pleasure, Janine. Thank you so much for allowing me to be bold. This was, this yes. was incredible. I really appreciate it. Awesome. And where can people find you? How can they contact you? Where do you, what platforms are you on? What, where can they find you? Yeah, of course. Uh, you guys are more than welcome to find me on Instagram, Twitter. I pretty much got it all at Natalie's outlet. <laughs> I'm on TikTok. I'm everywhere. But if you want to have these conversations, uh, more than likely on Instagram through DM, that'd be great. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. I'll have that linked below in the description. Cause if you guys do like show more of the episode, this will be linked down below and you can check out my Instagram, which is Janine Amapola. It, give me your thoughts on this episode on the happy and healthy podcast. That's happy and healthy podcast on Instagram. And I just hope this was fruitful. So thank you guys so much for listening. Be blessed. We love you and stay happy and healthy. Bye guys. Thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode. I know that was a longer one and maybe one that kind of was a little bit heavier to discuss, but that's really what I want to do in my podcast is I want to be able to bring certain stuff like that out into the light so that you guys can find freedom and have something to think about. So I really hope that helped you in some way. Maybe if you didn't even know about that, maybe you've been engaged with that and you're like, whoa, I had no idea. So I just hope this really, really helped someone out today. Again, you can find all Natalie's information down below and as well as mine. And thank you guys so, so much for listening. I love you guys so much and I will see you guys or talk to you guys next Tuesday for another episode on Happy and Healthy. Bye guys.